With our cold winter temperatures and multiple bodies of water around us, it just makes sense that Muskegon County and hockey would go hand in hand. True to that, Muskegon has hosted organized hockey teams in the area since the 1910s, a tradition that has been ongoing with a few breaks here and there. Today on Muskegon History and Beyond, we look at the winning tradition of hockey in Muskegon. The earliest mentions of hockey from the Muskegon Chronicle come from the early 1890s, introducing the game to residents and talking about its growing popularity in the United States. By the turn of the century, it seems hockey was going to stick around as ads for hockey sticks for sale become prevalent in the paper. A February 21, 1903 Chronicle clipping mentions that, quote, Grand Haven has gone daft over the hockey craze and half the town's population is already black and blue, end quote. This shows you the effect that hockey could have on a community who bought into the sport. One thing I found very interesting is that hockey wasn't limited to men as we intend to envision hockey today. In fact, it seems the hockey craze, as they called it, affected both men and women equally at the time. Then, in December 1905, I came across an article mentioning the formation of a hockey team in Muskegon's first ward with a team just waiting for the ice to be thick enough to start practicing on. There was not much detail on this team, but I believed it played other local teams. In 1907, there was much talk at Muskegon High School to turn Hackley Field into a hockey rink by flooding it in the winter. This rink could then host skating, but the students also hoped that a hockey team would be created as well as the sport was very popular. However, school officials did not think it practicable as the field had poor drainage and sloped to the middle, so they thought the spring thaw would ruin the turf on the field. They also didn't want to take any athletes away from basketball, the traditional winter sport. I didn't come across any time the field was flooded, so it seems the students lost out, but neighborhood teams and amateur city teams did form to face each other. In 1912, the Yacht Club on the lake decided it would maintain an ice rink on the lake for hockey players with the thought of a club forming there to play other organizations. Other clubs or organizations would form over the years, but there was always an issue of where to host a team. The largest problem with hockey in Muskegon was that it required Mother Nature to comply and provide a nice icy lake surface that was thick enough to support the weight. Hockey on these natural water bodies was always dangerous, and every year players would find thin ice and drown. So when the Mark Dock was constructed in 1932 with an auditorium space that could be turned into an indoor hockey rink, it was a no-brainer to make that the home for a Muskegon-based hockey team. In 1934, the Muskegon Hockey Club formed, being replaced the next year by the Muskegon Reds, who were a part of the Michigan-Ontario Hockey League, which was made up of Detroit and Ontario teams mostly, and then Muskegon. The Reds never had a winning season in this league and never were above 500. In 1938, the Muskegon Sailors replaced the Reds as the home team at the Mark Dock. They played in the Midwest Hockey League for two years before joining the Michigan-Ontario Hockey League for the 1940-41 season. However, this team was hugely outclassed in the league and lost every game but one in which they managed to tie, and they dropped off from the league before finishing their final season. This sadly would be the last team to play in Muskegon for quite a while as the draft for World War II took away many players and the need of the Marts Auditorium for war supplies eliminated league hockey in Muskegon for the next 19 years. Hockey came back, though, to Muskegon thanks to the creation of a new arena. In the 1950s, Lewis Carlisle Walker had the idea to create a recreational space that his employees and others in Muskegon could use. 
To do this, he offered to donate $1 million to the city of Muskegon if they would match the funds to be used to put in to make an indoor arena space. The city accepted, and work on the L.C. Walker Arena, as it would be called, would finish in 1960. It was dedicated on October 27, 1960, and Vice President Richard Nixon would give the dedication speech. The new arena could seat over 4,000 to watch hockey, and Muskegon would be granted a team in the International Hockey League, or IHL. This team would be named the Muskegon Zephyrs. The Zephyrs struggled their first year in the regular season, but in the playoffs they reached the finals, losing the series 4-1 to St. Paul, Minnesota. The following year, the team continued the previous year's playoff success and had their best regular season of their lifetime, becoming Muskegon's first hockey champions, beating St. Paul in a championship rematch. The next few years, the team would take some steps back, with their record slowly going the wrong direction. To rebrand the team in their play for the 1965-66 season, the club was renamed the Mohawks, and they finished top of the league, but disappointingly were swept out of the playoffs. At the time, the team was coached by a former Zephyrs player and coach named Moose Lalo. Lalo had been a player and coach for the first four years of the Zephyrs and appeared in over 1,300 games in his career. He would coach the Mohawks for their next 13 seasons. The Mohawks would be pretty successful in the regular season, but continued to struggle in the playoffs. They did win the championship in the 1967-68 season, though, bringing Muskegon its second title. For the 1984-85 season, the team rebranded for the third time as it was sold, this time taking on a name reflecting Muskegon's lumbering past as they became the Lumberjacks, a name voted on by fans. That season, they made it to the finals, but lost to Peoria, a team which, like the Lumberjacks, had missed the playoffs the year before. The next year, the Lumberjacks would win their first title, however, and would win another in the 88-89 season. The Lumberjacks were so successful that they never missed the playoffs and only had one losing season between 1985 and 1992. At the end of 1992, though, the team was moved to Cleveland, Ohio. Following the loss of the Lumberjacks, it seemed hockey in Muskegon might end, but a new owner, Tony Lisman, founded the Muskegon Fury to keep hockey going although it would be in a different league from the previous Lumberjacks in the IHL. The Fury would play in the Colonial Hockey League instead. The Muskegon Fury kept the winning tradition of hockey in Muskegon and set that bar even higher, becoming one of the most successful teams in the league. The Fury won four titles, one in 1999, 2002, and then back-to-back titles in 04 and 05. In 2007, the Colonial Hockey League was renamed the IHL in honor of that older league that had since disbanded. Around the same time, the Fury were sold and went back to the name Lumberjacks. Near the end of the 2010 season, the team announced it would be their last season as the team folded to be replaced by a new team that would carry on the Lumberjacks name. This new team was part of the United States Hockey League, which is an amateur league for players under the age of 18. The now third-named Lumberjack team still exists in Muskegon and still plays at the now-named Mercy Health Arena in downtown Muskegon. While this Lumberjacks team has not yet won a title, many of their players had made their way into the NHL or signed with powerhouse hockey colleges. Muskegon also has a new hockey team named the Voyagers who play at the Lakeshore Sports Complex as part of the Michigan Independence Hockey League. Much like hockey teams of the past, they have been very successful winning the league title the last two seasons. So hockey is still alive and well in Muskegon County. 
Thank you for joining us, and we hope to have you listening in again.